Hello, creepy cats. Welcome to another episode of Ew, That's Creepy. Today, Melissa is sharing some stories about the jinn, spirits prominent in Islamic culture that commingle with humans on Earth. Stories of jinn spirits even served as the inspiration for Disney's Aladdin. Ew, that's cool. everyone welcome to another episode of ew that's creepy we are back and we have more spirit stories today we're creeping it up with another spirit i'm so excited for it i love doing these creepy episodes and today i'm going to be talking about well something different so i'm not going to be talking about a demon like you did i'm going to be talking about the gin. i have no idea what that is the Jin. J-I-N-N. Or sometimes spelled D-G-A-I-N-N. So this is, um, these are spirits that have been around since the beginning of Islamic culture. There's even a chapter of them mentioned in the Quran. The belief in jinn is highly centered in, um, like I said, Islamic culture. So in countries like Pakistan, where the population is uh, 100% Muslim. This is a huge belief. Like, children are brought up believing that jinn are just everywhere. So, the jinn are spirits that are made of fire and air, and they can take the shape of humans or animals. They're not outwardly bad or evil or good, really, in a way that, like, demons or angels in the Catholic religion are. They're more just free-roaming, neutral spirits. Uh, they almost remind me of Inspirited Away. So it's right. The jinn can live their own life in their own realm, but they can live a separate life on Earth as an earthly entity, too. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so there's a famous book that Americans, we all call Arabian Nights. The actual name is One Thousand and One Nights. It's a collection of folktales that sometimes discusses the jinn. And there's a story titled The Fisherman and the Ginny. It actually served as the inspiration for Aladdin because it's a short, short, <laughs> short, short. a short story about a fisherman who unleashes a ginny from a bottle that he finds. Hmm. That's and then, cool. yeah, and then they turned it into a genie. The only thing that they really got right about it was kind of like this airy form, but that was all in Aladdin that they really got. <laughs> accurate but anyway so it said that in islamic culture um people you grow up and grandparents you know warn their grandchildren you know say your prayers or the jinn will know and things like that so they do grow up with this in their culture it's pretty common the jinn sometimes are prayed to um in earlier religions, they often were prayed to because it was believed they could use their powers to assist with growing crops and things like that. But since jinnies are not outwardly evil, there are many stories of ancient poems being inspired by them or when they assisted poets in helping them write things. And there are also folktales of jinn who fall in love with humans and then vice versa, humans who fall in love with jinn spirits. 
One thing people seem to love about gin compared to spirits of um, American or, you know, our cultures and things like that is that gin can have uh, a want for love and for sex. Hmm. Yeah, I know, which is actually pretty interesting. I do kind of like that. But the gin are often known for their shape-shifting ways, sometimes known for their mischievous nature. And sometimes, on rare occasions, it is believed that gin can take possession of humans. It is believed that gin will take advantage of the weak and those who are struggling in life, or sometimes intentionally take advantage of people who are obsessed with power or money-hungry. Um, symptoms to gin possession involve acting out of character, being constantly angry or enraged, seeing or hearing strange things, speaking in tongues, losing touch with reality, all the good things, you know. (laughs) Just those little tidbits. You know, it is believed that gin possession can only be cured through an exorcism performed by a spiritual leader. But gin exorcisms are debated. That is pretty similar to kind of Christian beliefs with exorcisms and things like that. You know, a lot of people do believe that there are, there's a devil and demons and things like that. But it's less common for people to just think you're possessed. So even though the gin are really common and they're commonly spoken about, people are more hesitant to just say you're possessed by a jinn. But an exorcism of a jinni would involve the victim being prayed over, reading the Quran to them to remove the spirit. Incense will be burned to cleanse the air and um, oils will be used for purifying. I even read in some cultures that they would physically beat the jinn from the person's body. Beat the jinn out of you. Exactly. Now let's get into some stories. Yes. I read one article about an exorcist of jinn who lives in London, and his name was Abu Abu Muhammad. He performed numerous exorcisms in East London, and Abu claims that a lot of illnesses diagnosed by modern doctors are actually spirit-related. And, for example, he said that one of his patients suffered from chronic depression but it was actually a jinny in his body who would not let the medication affect him and was basically, like, holding on to him and had power over his client. Abu sees the client regularly, and he prays over him, and um, that calms the jinn and lets the patient function. Now, Abu didn't say that, or he did say that not everyone who sees him is possessed or has a jinn, uh, you know, involved with them he says that some of them are mentally ill and do need help but that he does often do exorcisms and i actually saw online that there was uh in 2009 a 21 year old pregnant woman in england was killed during an alleged gin exorcism her name was nalia mumtaz and she was pregnant with her husband's child However, her husband believed that she was possessed by a jinn, and so his parents, his brother, and a spiritual healer all were trying to exorcise the jinn from Nalia's body. During the exorcism, Nalia's husband and his family claimed that she was writhing around uncontrollably 
and was scratching and clawing at her face. She didn't recognize her husband or her family, and she was trying to bite their hands as they were trying to hold her down. Ew. I know. It's very scary. Nalia's husband claimed that she died by forcibly sticking her hand into her own mouth down her throat and blocking her airway. What? Yeah. But the cause of death was determined to be smothering, so the story is questionable. Mm. Because of the cause of death, Nalia's husband, brother, and his parents, they were all charged with Nalia's death. And they still claim to this day that she caused it to herself because of the gin possession and that the gin caused her to do this, basically. And the spiritual healer cannot be located after that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Here is another story that I found about gin possession. So this is regarding a husband and a wife named Aisha and Jam- Jamil. Jamil. They are Pakistan-born but living in London. Aisha and Jamil had been married for over 30 years, and they had four children together. When all of a sudden, when Aisha was around 50 years old, she said that her husband started to change. It was small with little things that would happen at work and at home, and that would kind of just set him off. But then eventually it turned into... Jamil uncontrollably crying and being violent, which he had never been in the past. Soon, Jamil started to experience terrible nightmares where he was waking up screaming and crying in the middle of the night. He told Aisha that he dreamt of creatures and animals that he had never seen before. Then he started to wake up gasping, claiming that he felt that something was sitting on his chest and something was starting to choke him in his sleep. (sighs) I know. Aisha started to believe that the problem was spiritual, and she started to read verses from the Quran to him. But she noticed that when she was reading them to her husband, he was becoming agitated and started jerking around in odd motions. After she was trying to read and pray to him, Aisha claimed that her sons began waking up in the middle of the night, screaming and crying uncontrollably, and they wouldn't go back to sleep. Aisha finally decided to take Jamil to a spiritual healer who said that they did believe Jamil was in fact possessed by a jinn and that it had intentionally been placed on him by a cousin living in Pakistan. So I guess that was why it kind of started all of a sudden. Oh, that's messed up. I know. The healer did a ritual to cast out the jinn spirit and recommended that Jamil and Aisha ingest olive oil and read verses of the Quran routinely, which they did and reported no further activity. Wow. So, there is a podcast called See Something, Say Something, and it is about, um, it's a BuzzFeed podcast discussing being Muslim in America so, they asked their listeners to share stories of gin encounters, and they got a ton of creepy ones. So, definitely go listen to that if you want all the full stories. But I'm just going to paraphrase a couple that I thought were really creepy. This one, um, so, it, it, this one's weird as hell. It was about a girl, and she said that she um, went to a boarding school when she was a kid, and there was a bully who would always pick on the other girls, And one day, the bully had torn off this one girl's locket. And when she did, the girl started to speak in a low male's voice. And started to speak in this weird language. And then claimed that it was a djinn and had traveled there from another time and another place. 
And meanwhile, the bully's tongue swelled up so bad that she could barely speak. Oh, my God. When the girl's parents showed up to school, they admitted to the teachers that they bought a locket from a local shaman and did uh, use it to keep a gin inside. So when the girl had torn it off, it unleashed the gin. Oh, my God. Why would you let her wear that? Isn't that scary? Yeah. There's another story on the episode about... um, an uncle who went to visit his family in India during the summer, and it was so warm that the family would sleep outside during. They would sleep outside in the courtyard at night, which I was like, "Oh, that's so cute! It's all summery, and you're sleeping out in the Until courtyard." Until something bad happens. Yeah, <laughs> the family told the uncle he could sleep anywhere besides this one corner because that space belonged to a jinn spirit. However, the uncle didn't listen, and he decided to sleep in the corner anyway. Of course. I know. One night, the uncle woke up on the opposite side of the yard from where he went to sleep, and he kind of just assumed it was his family playing a joke on him, so he went back to his little corner, his gin corner. (laughs) However, the next night, the same thing happened, and he woke up on the opposite side, And this time the uncle went back to the corner and he left a note on his pillow that said, stop pranking me. I know there is no gin. Later in the night, the uncle awoke to being pushed off the bed that he had made. And when he woke up, he found that there was a note placed on his lap and it said, I sleep here. Oh my God. The uncle was really freaked out because he could see that everyone else in the courtyard was sleeping, so he didn't have an explanation of what pushed him off the bed or put the note on him. It's the gin. Yep. Ginny, gin, gin. So here is one last story that I have. So there's also a super long thread on Reddit about a ton of people sharing stories. The thing with gin is is that... You know, there are a lot of stories, but some of them are more folk stories and kind of tales like that. There are stories about people seeing um, gin that look like normal women, and then they'll have hooves for feet and Mm. things like that. I read a story about, it was like a woman who was talking to a neighbor, and she talked to him for all this time, and one time she eventually invited him over, and he took a step with, like, his leg that was, like, a hundred feet long and things like that so huh. some of them interesting yeah they're definitely interesting to read but some of them are a lot more far-fetched than others so okay. i wanted to include the ones in here that i thought were actually really creepy and believable so here's one that i found on a reddit thread that i thought this one was pretty creepy the So this Reddit user claimed that they were a child living in Kenya and their neighbor's son was a small plane pilot who had disappeared during a flight. The mother was distraught and she tried everything to find her son, but after a year of no updates and not locating her son or any of the plane wreckage, the neighbor called on a religious scholar to help her find him. The scholar flew from Pakistan to Kenya and performed a ritual to find the boys. And the scholar called upon jinn spirits and asked them to share the location of where the plane had crashed. And the scholar, the religious um, scholar, they said that they needed children to help them complete the ritual. 
So the Reddit user said that they were a child at the time and they had a friend with them. So they brought them along and they were put into this little trance by the religious person. And the two children detailed that they saw a plane crash near a river and a man was walking along smoking a pipe with other men. And the way that they described it was like the woman's son. So the neighbor took the last of her money and used it to fly to where the children described. And it turned out that that was where the plane did crash. And the neighbor's son was there living among a local tribe with people. What? Yeah. So by the time the son had been found, the mother no longer had the funds to pay for um, the religious scholar for helping her locate the son. And so when she told him that she couldn't pay, he said that he would put a curse on her in return and curse the people that were involved in finding the son. Damn it. As time went on, everyone who was involved slowly became ill and were passing away. And the Reddit user said that by the time they were 16, they suddenly became ill and fell into a coma for days. And then they just woke up. When they awoke, they were told that their childhood friend who was involved in the ritual died from a sudden asthma attack, even though they were totally healthy. As the Reddit user grew up, they said that they heard rumors throughout their family that their father had paid off the religious scholar when when the Reddit user went into a coma. And so they said that they believed their father paid off the religious scholar finally, and that's why he woke up. Well, they they didn't specify actually their gender so that's why they woke up damn they ended the post too by saying that they know the story is pretty far-fetched but they work in the medical field and their family works in the medical field and they said that their father was actually a doctor at the time and so in their culture it's pretty frequent that you know mental health isn't as um, popular in their culture to diagnose as it is and you know in the united states so a lot of the times there are people who do think it's spiritual or gin possession so the reddit user was kind of using that to back them up saying my dad is a doctor and he kind of dealt with you know gin possession people coming in saying they had gin possession and it was mental health but he knew without a doubt that what was going on was spiritual and weird and that it was truly something out of this world sounds like it that's crazy and someone actually on reddit commented back to this and i swear they said something like i remember hearing the story about the plane crash and then the people were found oh my god yeah i want to i want to research that one uh i will link the thread because it was muslims of reddit what are some of your gin stories and there were so many yeah i want to go through that and read some to be honest so many there are ones too about i read about um like a black cat showing up when someone's grandmother was about to die and then they said that it always smelled and was really dirty and then when she passed away they locked all the doors and they still saw it show up one time and they thought it was like a gin spirit. And yeah, they're pretty creepy. There's a lot of creepy ones. So those were the ones that I thought were the most, um, you know, kind of like possession based and things like that. But there was a ton of other stories. So I will um, link all the threads and everything like that that I used. Like I said, there's another podcast about it and there's some YouTube videos about it. So... Yeah, I like that one a lot because I've never really heard of that before. I know. It's not prevalent in our culture because 
I mean, maybe I should, maybe that's my fault for not surrounding myself with more, like, Muslim cultures, and it's probably my fault, too, but I am surprised that I had never heard of this before. Yeah, that was really interesting and also very spooky. Like, the story with the locket is so creepy. Yeah, super creeps. And it's crazy because that woman in England was literally murdered, and they said, because they thought she was possessed by a jinn. Very creepy. Just they take it seriously. Very that's a good one. Ew, that's creepy. Ew, that is so <laughs> creepy. <laughs> Let us know what you guys think. Let us know if there are any other kind of, you know, in other cultures, similar things like this that you think we should cover or any um, spirits or demons in particular on Let your list. Let us know. Let the biddies know and we will cover it. We love just telling spooky stories, so I hope you guys like these episodes where we're kind of just telling all these creepy stories we found on the internet. I agree. Let us know if you want more of them or not. They're fun. We hope you had fun. We had fun. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. We love you. Bye. We appreciate you. I'm sorry I'm saying bye too soon. We love and appreciate you. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Want to creep on us? Follow us on social media at ew, that's creepy podcast. Or send us an email at ew, that's creepypodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, creepy cats.